Welcome to Precious Beloved and Something Else. In today's episode, we are talking about updates in our summer, our prayer time with a few tips to spice up your prayer. So get settled in, grab a nice hot fudge sundae, and enjoy the podcast. Welcome back, everyone. We are so excited to have episode number five out live for you guys. It's been a couple of weeks since our last podcast with the Focus Missionaries. Um, Again, a huge thank you um, to the Focus Missionaries from this year for taking time um, out to be on our podcast. It was really great to just be with everyone again, even if it was on Zoom, just to reminisce on just great memories from the year. Definitely. So excited to be back. Um, Yeah, we just wanted to start off this episode with a few updates. Um, I guess I'll start off. So, right news bright what is it good news yeah good news but it's making my day just so much brighter just thinking about that we are for sure going back to school so far ECU has said that we are going back so Katie and I are just so excited to be hanging out in person and recording in person again soon hopefully in August so catch us with that dorm room little recording studio oh yeah um I'm so excited just to be doing that again. It's going to make the episodes a lot longer to edit because I know we're going to be laughing a lot more in person, but... And that ECU Wi-Fi, we love that. God bless us. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so, yeah, we're just super excited to be sophomores and having um, school in person, so that is awesome. I am about to start my summer class in health. Please pray for me because your girl, anything science, Whoever can do that, like Katie, nurse, intended nursing. I can help you. Don't worry. I'll tutor you. I'll quiz you. Because it's going to be a big oof. It's fine. Um, And then, yeah, just lastly, I've been starting to hang out with friends more in person again, which is really awesome, socially distancing and making sure we're all safe and not sick and anything. But I was at the lake the other day, and that was just really fun. And, yeah, so that's about all that's been going on with me. What about you, Katie? So for me, my summer classes are in full swing right now. Um, I'm taking two classes, as I've mentioned in a couple of the other podcasts, but I'm in um, a college algebra class, and I'm also in a chemistry class. It's like a second-year class tended towards um, our allied health sciences, um, predominantly like intended nursing majors. So this chemistry class is a mix of organic chemistry and biochemistry. Um, the math class is five weeks long and the chemistry class is 11 weeks long. Um, so I'm kind of almost done with my math class, which is kind of crazy because it feels like two weeks ago I started it and now I'm almost done. So, um, this past Tuesday I had my math midterm, which was crazy. And now in a couple of weeks I'll be taking final exam. So it'll be nice to have one class under my belt so I can just focus on my chemistry class. Um, but yeah. Those classes are going on right now. They are kicking my butt, but, you know, we're just taking it one day at a time, um, doing what I can. Um, Thankfully, thank God, um, our university has made it possible for tutoring to still be available to students. Um, So we're able to, like, go on um, Microsoft Teams and go live with our tutors so they can help us anytime we're struggling. So Shout out to my tutor um, for helping me with all my chemistry stuff right now because she's a big help to me. Yeah, I was talking to Mallory when I was planning this episode, and today I was laying out in my backyard and I got sunburned. Um, I was just studying, had my notes out, and I wanted to get a little bit of color because your girl is super pale. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm going to tan out. And I wasn't even out for that long. Um, 
I mean, it was two hours, but I look really tomato red right now, so it's not cute, but it's all right. We're going to live. Um, also, next week, I am getting to um, leave the house for a couple of days because I'm going to a wedding with my boyfriend, and I'm super, super excited because I get to go to Mass, and I haven't been to Mass in a couple of months, like a legit, like, going physically to Mass. I've been, like, live streaming Masses, but I haven't been to a, like, in-person Mass in a while, so I'm so excited to go to Mass um, and be able to receive Jesus for the first time in months. Um, and it's just crazy because Mallory and I were talking about this, how like, you know, before coronavirus, um, like we'll go to mass every Sunday and like, yes, it's an honor and, and a grace to be able to receive Jesus in communion. And like, I don't really think anybody ever thought about it as like, like this, like such a special gift. And now that since coronavirus has made it like not possible for people to be able to go to mass a lot um we're not able to receive Jesus like that so it gives like this whole new like meaning to it so I'm so excited to be able to go to mass and be able to receive again so it'll be really really great also um another update is I finished my first bible study um I think it was two weeks ago which I'm so excited about I'm so grateful for the girls that were able to participate in my bible study um, we did a focus study called the Crux. I'm not sure if we've talked about it before, but it's an awesome study for like first timers, um, for freshmen, um, or really anyone who's just kind of getting into the Bible and not really knowing where to start. And it just brings up a lot of good passages for discussion, a lot of great study questions, and a lot of bonding with um, the people that you're in that study with. So I'm super grateful for the girls that were able to participate, and I'm so excited to be with them in the fall to start up a new study with them. Let's just take a five second pause to congratulate Katie on doing that Bible study because that is, I mean, dude, I am so proud of you. That is awesome. And I'm just so excited just hearing about how you were so nervous at the start of this. And then you just started growing in your confidence and doing it. And it was just, yeah, really cool to see. So props to you, dude. That was awesome. Thank you, Mallory. Thank you. Thank you. Very proud. So now we are going to jump in to the segment where we talk about the winners from our last um, podcast episode, seeing how many times we said the catchphrase phrase focus because we had our dear focus missionaries on. So first up, Therese, my bestie for the resty, said um, that we said focus 26 times last episode. Big oof. We didn't tell, yeah, yeah, we didn't tell the missionaries that was the word because we kind of, yeah, we wanted to see how many times we could get it in there. So, yeah, it was, it, it was a lot. So, props to her for listening to the whole thing and writing everything down. Congratulations, girl. And then also, our dear friend from Newman Center ECU, Susie, told us what Focus stood for, which is, um, yeah, awesome, Fellowship of Catholic University Students. Did not know that was even a thing for a hot second. Oops. But that was just really cool. So props to y'all. Um, the new catchphrase for this episode is going to be anywho or anyways. Yes, that's right. You heard it correct. Two words. You have to have a note card next to you because I'm sure we're going to say it a lot because it's a good like kind of a segue into the next section. Uh, yeah, make sure you DM us at precious.beloved.podcast and tell us how many times we said that word, those two words, and 
if you answer first and the correct amount of numbers, we really don't check. So honestly, if you just answer first, um, you will get shout out, shouted out in the next podcast episode. Awesome. Um, before we get into any of our other stuff, another update. Um, if you guys remember, we had our focus missionary, Emma, on our podcast. Um, we love Emma so much, and recently she got married. So Emma got married to the love of her life, Joseph. And fun fact, Joseph will be joining the ECU focus mish team next year, and we are so beyond excited to welcome him into Pirate Nation. And what I'm really excited about is that we're going to have legit Catholic couple goals on campus. So watch out for Joseph and Emma Pelham on campus. Oh my gosh, I am so excited. They are going to rock it. I've just, yeah, I've had seen them both like as a couple a few times and they were just so fun to hang around. So yeah, it's going to be a really great time just having them at school with us. It's going to be awesome. So usually we have a segment in our podcast where we tell a little story or a few stories. So today, Katie and I each have our own little story to tell, um, just from our last year at school. So I guess I can start off. Um, they're both times where uh, the focus missionaries, they usually do team fun once a week, and they invited us both on separate occasions to join them. So the time I got to go, I have, I was scrolling, I was deleting old voicemails on my phone, and I found this one of MJ. I'm going to insert it, and she was inviting me to go carve pumpkins, so. Mallory, my girl, okay, what are you doing between four and six today? Because um, we're carving pumpkins, and we want you to join. Okay, call me back. Bye. <laughs> so, yeah, that was MJ inviting me to go carve pumpkins. It was a really fun time. Um, I Emma picked me up at Newman, and we drove over to their apartment house thing, and um, I, fun fact, am not artsy at all. I have no artistic talent. It's a big oof. But Emma can do some art and stuff. So we teamed up to carve the Cheshire cat as a pumpkin. And it is the cutest thing you've ever seen. I'm sure we're going to like post a picture or something and you just have to watch it. I carved the rectangles and the smile. And I was really proud of that. And it was just a good time. We were watching Halloween Town, the Disney Channel original movie, and a little bit of Nightmare Before Christmas. It was awesome. And just a fun story from that was that we were carving these pumpkins. And MJ looks out the window. And she's like, oh, my gosh, there's a rainbow. And we're like, oh, cute. And then we keep carving, and I look out, I'm like, dude, there's a double rainbow. So we all book it out to the porch, and we're, like, looking, and I just have this picture of, oh, I'll have to post it. Yeah, a really fun memory from just doing that, and, yeah, it just really makes me miss school, for sure. Aw, that was an awesome memory, Mallory. I remember the Focus Missionary showing me pictures, like, later on that week of the pumpkin, um, and they did end up bringing all of those pumpkins over to the Newman Center, and they had it sitting on our, um, like, our little steps into our Newman Center house. So, and yeah, I can attest to the fact that they were super duper cute, and Emma and Mallory did a awesome job carving their pumpkin. Carving their pumpkin. Why do I start like that? Anywho, my story is from the time that I was invited to participate in the Focus Missionary Team Fun. Um, Emma had texted me during the week at some point, and we were going to go and get coffee together after Bible study one day. So we went out and we did that. Um, we we're just hanging out and talking to each other. 
because um, it was near the beginning of the school year and we were still trying to get to know one another. She's my Bible study leader, so she wanted to get to know me a little bit more on a personal and deeper level. Um, but yeah, um, a couple of days before we went out and got coffee, she was like, hey, we're having this like little team fun thing every week. One of the missionaries gets to coordinate this fun event and we wanted to start incorporating new students in it. And I wanted to invite you to our team fun this week. And I was like, oh yeah, awesome. Like I'd love to do it. Um, I kind of wanted to break from my school stuff and I just thought it'd be something fun to do with the missionaries. So after we go and get coffee, we go back to the Newman Center, and this is when the fun begins. This week that I participated in, it was Corey's week to plan. And for those that are not students at ECU, you should know that our old team director, uh, Corey Kiefer, is a very like spontaneous, goofy, funny kind of guy. And so we knew that we were really in it uh, when we had found out that Corey was the one to lead this team fun. So the way that it started off as um, we had to find these clues, right? Um, we didn't really know what we were doing um, until Corey was like, yeah, basically we're playing this game. I don't really remember missionaries. If you do listen to this later on, please like text me and let me know like how Corey ended up coordinating this. I don't know whether he told us what the game was first or if he gave us the clue first and we had to figure it out. So I'm pretty sure it was the game first. Anyways, so he told us we were playing this game. It's kind of like a cook-off show um, and he gave us these clues. So the thing we needed to do first was no. I think he gave us like ingredients. So like he had these ingredients in a like a big soup pan, like a random, like some gross, some good. And we had to like grab and grill like three ingredients and we had to incorporate it in the dish that we were making. And then the next step was like, you have to find the money. It's somewhere in the house. So we're like opening drawers left and right. We're like running past each other, like pushing each other into doors. Like I remember like Corey trying to show us this Indiana Jones like thing. We were scared that the money was like near the altar in the sanctuary. We were very nervous about that because I was not going to go to the tabernacle and like try to find money or whatever. Like I was not going to touch that, but it was not, it was not, you know, just let everyone know it was not in the tabernacle. Do not worry. Do not come for us. Anyways, I forgot where the money ended up going, but I'm I, I thought for a hot second that Josh and Nick, who were, Emma and I were competing against Josh and Nick. Um, Nick is one of the missionaries and Josh was a student, or is a student, sorry. Anyways, so I thought that Josh had, I think we had like $20 each to make this like dish or like this dinner piece. Anyways, I thought that Josh took the two $20 bills. So I literally yanked the $20 bill out of Josh's hands and booked it to Emma's car. Because also, disclaimer, we had like an hour and 30 minutes to make this dish. So we were like, we need to get to the store. We need to start cooking. Go, 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 go. So Emma and I, I forgot where we ended up going, but we went somewhere very close so we could save time. We had to calculate how much all the stuff was going to be out. And I think we came out to like $19 and like some odd cents or whatever. But we made it like just on par. Anywho, another thing, it was also like October-ish time. So we had to, it was a theme dinner. And Corey wanted the dinners to be Halloween inspired. 
So we come back and Emma and I's our idea was like this like ghosty Halloween kind of like pizza idea. So we made a couple of small pizzas um, with different designs on them. One of them had like tomato sauce with cheese shaped into ghosts. One of them was like an eyeball looking thing with like an olive as the eyeball because one of our ingredients that we grabbed out of the jar, um, out of the, the pot, I should say, is olives. So we had to incorporate olives in the dish. And then we made another pizza, like traditional looking pumpkin pizza with like pepperonis and olives and stuff like that, bell peppers. So yeah, we thought that we had it in the bag. Our like pizza making skills were on par. It looked amazing. And then um, we look over and the boys get back. The boys got back like a little bit later than us and they thought they were doing so great, like coming back on time and all that. But we got there and started cooking before they even got there. So props to us girls, we run the world. Anyways, the boys started cooking up their dish and they ended up doing something like, tacos or something like that like it was supposed to be like brains I think they were they were going for that I don't really know what it was and then they brought like fruit punch in and poured it in a jar and like taped like they wrote like blood on it I, I don't know it was like really corny and like you know Halloweeny and stuff and then you know, Corey's over there in the living room. I thought he'd be prepping or whatever. He's over here playing FIFA on the, like, Xbox or, like, the PlayStation that whatever we had at the Newman Center. And we're, like, we're sitting there, and, like, this this really was all, like, a game just so that we would, like, make Corey dinner. Like, that's really what happened at the end of the day, but... So then time runs out, we bring in our dishes, they're on plates and we're ready to go. Corey has a like a ranking sheet of like different like event, not events, but like things that he wanted to talk about, like design or like taste of the food or like, uh, I don't even know what the other ones were. Corey, if you're listening, let me know what your like things that you were voting on were about because I forget. Anyways, at the end of the day, Emma and I lost by like one point. One point to Nick and Josh. And I'm like deeply offended because I think Emma and I's idea was way more original than the boys. Like, I love the boys. Props to you. Respect to you. I'm still a little butthurt, but I'm over it. It's fine. It's fine. We're over it now. Yeah, that was my story. That is amazing. It sounds intense. Oh my gosh. It was very intense. We had like a very short amount of time to make this dinner and we wanted to crush it. Gordon Ramsay would be really proud of y'all, I'm sure. I wish I could have been just like a fly on the wall just watching you guys. That's hilarious. And then, yeah, just a last quick little fun story. We were, um, we've spoken a lot about this Belmont Abbey trip that Katie and I and the missionaries went on. And as you guys know, we have, a, we have a, something that we say a lot, crackhead. We were in crackhead hours basically the whole time on this trip. And... I don't know how, we ended up in a guitar center. Oh, Nick wanted to buy a new guitar. Love that for him on this trip. So we go to the guitar center and we're all walking around and Katie and I are just in our element and we found these kazoos. And I was like, Katie, we need to buy these. I think we really, or we were, oh no. No, 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 no. I said we need to buy kazoos. And you were like, no, 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 we can't do that. Emma's going to kill us. Katie, that's such a bad idea. They were so dirt cheap, Mallory. And you said no. I'm so, I'm so sorry. She's right. Katie wanted to buy them. And I thought, I was like, I don't know. Emma probably won't want us to do this. We'll probably go crazy. And she's driving. So then I go over and I'm like, hey, Emma, what do you think? about 
Katie and I buying these kazoos, and she's like, yo, if you want to ride home, you're not getting those kazoos, and she's like, y'all are gonna be crazy, and I look over, and MJ's face is just, like, complete fear if we buy these kazoos, so I was like, you know what, maybe we won't, but maybe they'll come up again in the future, we don't know, wink, wink, just kidding, uh, anywho, will they make an appearance? I don't know, we'll see. Our little welcome back, little presentation. If you're listening, what, what, what? No. Um, but yeah, and I have a guitar at home, and I learned how to play, um, what's that song from Frozen, All Is Found, I think? I don't know. The Lullaby. The Lullaby. I can play it on the guitar, and Nick was like, Mallory, you should play that on the electric guitar plugged up to the amp in the guitar center, and I wish I had, like, had a video or something, because I was so, I've never played electric guitar before, so my fingers are sliding all around, but I'm like, where the north wind, like, it was just, like, we were bopping in this guitar center and then everyone's like I know right it was so funny and they're like no that was amazing I'm so proud of you which is totally like a lie and it was it's just so funny and it was so great because there's a bunch of like other like you know like really grown men some teenagers like playing like heavy metal stuff and there's Mallory playing her little frozen lullaby on the electric guitar there was this dude playing like the guitar solo from like Hotel California like bopping over here and I'm like playing like oh my gosh Anna and Elsa over here but you can't you can't help it if you're a Disney fan like ride or die like leave me alone but that was an amazing memory to wrap up our story time it was great so that concludes our story time for this episode and now we are moving into our big main faith topic of the week and Mallory and I were just discussing this um but for this week we wanted to just take the time to talk about prayer because at the end of the day this is our communication with God on earth we need to be able to talk to him every day and the way that we do that is through prayer so we just thought it would be a good idea to um just kind of give you guys an idea of what our prayer lives are like right now and what we can do to move forward to better ourselves and try to improve on them so I guess I'll start so in all honesty I I'm never gonna sit here and just tell you guys that I have it all together um because I don't I'm a sinner, just like everybody else. I make mistakes and I have my faults. Um, But at the end of the day, I acknowledge them and I'm able to move forward. And that being said, my prayer life isn't always consistent. And it's something that changes and matures with me over time, um, if that makes sense to everybody. Just kind of an overview of what my prayer time has been like this past school year. Um, When I was back at school, Um, and kind of like in my groove, in a routine, I was praying a solid 20 minutes every day in our sanctuary at our Newman Center. Um, and it was great. I would go in the way my schedule was during the spring semester is I had this like weird gap in between a lot of my classes. I would have like a two class back to back, then an hour like break and then another two classes. So in that hour break, I couldn't really do much, but I went inside the Newman Center prayed for a little bit, hung out with people if they were there, but I knocked out my prayer time during that time. So it was awesome. And I was in a routine. I was in a groove and I felt inspired because I had all my friends from Newman who were very invested in their faith as well. Um, I would go and I would pray my 20 minutes with Mallory. A lot of the times Um, I would also go and I would do holy hours with the missionaries a lot. They would invite me to go pray with them. And I think that was just awesome to just not feel alone in your prayer, um, just to go with friends. So it's not, you know, that hard if you're doing with other people. 
but then Corona happened and I had to move back home with my family and my prayer kind of changed. Um, like there were days, I'm not going to lie, that I didn't pray or like my prayer, a lot of the time just felt dry and I felt like I just wasn't being heard by God. Um, especially with all the stuff that was going on in the country. Um, so many people were dying. So many people are getting sick. Um, just a lot of stuff that's going on right now. Um, I just felt like God wasn't hearing me and wasn't hearing a lot of people in the world right now. Um, so it wasn't the best, but we moved forward. And the way that I was able to move forward from that was just like by talking about it. Like I can't keep that to myself. Like, yes, bring it to prayer, but there are people here on earth that are able to help you along in your prayer journey, um, along in your faith journey as well. So I was able to talk to my focus missionary, even though technically we're not at school right now and she's not like required to help me out. She was still able to help me and give me a couple of tips on how to improve my prayer life. Um, and just talking with my friends, I was talking to Mallory, I was talking to my boyfriend about it, I was talking to a couple of people. Um, and a lot of the people that I ended up talking to were telling me that I wasn't alone in that, um, that their prayer life was dry, that they were feeling a lot of the same things as I was. So never feel alone if you feel like, even though you're trying, you feel like you're hitting a wall, like that's okay. Um, there are ways to help you get better at this. Anywho, um, moving forward today, I try to shoot for 10 to 15 minutes of good solid prayer a day. Sometimes it's a little more, sometimes it's a little less, um, but that's the goal. Um, again, I'm not where I was before um, when I was at school, but we're still trying to make active efforts every single day to improve um, my prayer and try to make my communication with God a constant thing. For sure, that's awesome. I like, I love how um, vulnerable and um, humble you're being just about that too, because I totally feel that. So props to you, dude. Um, you're welcome, dude. Um, I guess just my experience is pretty, yeah, as Katie said, um, this is not me saying like, oh my gosh, like I am the hoity-toity Catholic over here who's perfect and stuff, because no ma'am, I am not in the slightest. I've been yeah, just, it's been a huge roller coaster, um, just, yeah, my whole life, but especially during corona right now, it's been a, it's been a struggle, but I just wanted to share my experience, um, so, yeah, maybe if it would help someone, or if they relate to it, um, I know that's what helped me going through this, so, yeah, that's what, at least that's, that's the goal, so, um, back at ECU, like, prayer life was awesome, it was when I was first, like, starting to own that identity that I am like a daughter of God. And I am, I just started taking on being Catholic as like, it was my choice and not like me going along with my parents. And I was like my own choice. So it made it really cool to like start doing holy hours and stuff like that. So I was doing holy hours like multiple times a week and going to daily mass and really just making sure I was talking with Jesus like a lot during my days, um, day to day life. And then all of a sudden, you know, good old Miss Rona came to town and everything really just went out the window for a while. I was just really, really angry because, um, yeah, I loved being at school. And it's not like I, I totally agree with leaving school. That was the safest thing to do, right thing to do. But yeah, I'm, I was still just very disappointed with the whole situation. But then things started getting back to the new normal, I guess. And yeah, once I, like, processed everything, and like Katie said, starting to, like, actually talk about this struggle with, um, 
MJ, one of the focus missionaries, her and I were talking about it, and I was talking with Katie a lot about prayer and just how it was really a struggle. And um, yeah, MJ and I made a game plan, which helped a lot with me, like a, a good schedule. And then, yeah, Katie, I remember she texted me, and she's like, Mallory, how's prayer life? And I'm like, honestly, really not great, but no one really had asked me before about how it was going. So just her and I talking, and then she's like, same, I've been experiencing the same stuff. Just having, like, that ability a to have a relationship like that, Katie and I just talking, made it feel so much better. It's like, you know when you do something wrong, but at least someone else is, like, doing it with you. You feel a little, not that it makes it better. Our crime, baby! <laughs> for real, for real. But I was like, you know what, we're in this together, and we're going to pull out of this together. So then... Yeah, now that I have that sense of community again, prayer is starting to get better, like, little by little. It, it's been a slow process, let me tell you. But now I'm back. I'm doing my 20 minutes a day, which has just helped giving me that sense of, like, normal that I had at ECU, which is just awesome. Thank you, Mallory, for just giving us a little glimpse into your testimony and also just giving us a little bit of a condensed version of your prayer life right now. Again, I also appreciate your vulnerability and the way that you act and just that you're able to talk about this. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, what we're just hoping to get out of this, we're not trying to get like famous or trying to like glamorize our prayer lives. Like, that's not the intent at all. We're just hoping that you know, maybe like one person out there is listening who maybe is feeling alone, feeling like they're not being heard by God and that maybe our story, maybe our testimony can help other people out. Because um, I know that, um, I know I talked about this more in our introductory episode, how I was super involved in my high school youth ministry. Um, shout out to my St. Thomas More in Chapel Hill. People that are listening, I know that there are a couple of you out there, um, but they really, really prepped me well for college and um taking that, those first couple of steps into my adulthood. But at the end of the day, I knew that I wasn't going to be able to have that sense of community anymore. And I knew that my prayer life was going to change at some point. So just being able to find that new community at a new school, um, finding people to look up to that are good role models and be able to focus on your prayer life overall and just be able to dedicate your life to Christ um, was very important for me. So if you guys ever have any questions for me or for Mallory, shoot us a text, shoot us a DM, whatever it is, we're here to help you. And if we can't help you, we'll try to get you resources or get you connected with someone that you can talk to. Definitely. Um, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, we would love to help you guys in any way that we can. Um, so now we're going to jump into a segment that we have titled Want to Spice Up Your Prayer Time, which I think is just really cool. But um, this is just a few tips and tricks that we've been using to make prayer a little more interesting at home. Because, yeah, at school we had a few more resources we could go to, uh, of a, yeah, worship, prayer, I don't even know what I'm saying, but you know what I'm like, abide at school. And it would make prayer so much more fun or just having a big group of people to pray with. And you can't necessarily do that at home. So here are just some of our favorite things that we can do. Katie, if you want to start us off. I got you, fam. So the first one on the list is joining a Bible study. If you are not already involved in Bible study, I would highly encourage you to join one. Or maybe if you're really feeling spicy and saucy, start one yourself. Um, 
there are a bunch of people that can help you start a Bible study. Um, but as college freshmen, if you can just get involved with your Newman Center, if you have one, um, if you have focus on your campus, they're going to try and get you to join a Bible study. I would highly encourage you to do that. Um, as I mentioned earlier in this episode, um, I was starting a Bible study um, this past semester. And unfortunately, um, in the light of coronavirus, I was not able to meet with my Bible study in person, but we were still able to meet um, thanks to Zoom and have our Bible, body, Bible studies done virtually. I'm sorry. Anyways, um, it was just an awesome way to, at the end of the day, reflect on the Word of God and just be able to help these women in their walk with God. Because um, I thought it was just super interesting because in the fall, um, I was in a Bible study with Emma, um, who we've talked about a lot on this podcast, and we did that study. It's called the Crux. It's a focus study. And then in the spring, I was able to take the notes that I had as a participant and now be on the other side. I was now the leader. I was asking the questions, and it was great because I knew how a lot of these girls were feeling. Um, and I thought it was just a great introductory study. So if you are going to be in college um, this fall, incoming freshman, or maybe you're a little bit older, um, join a Bible study, start one. It's a great way to just dive deeper into your relationship with God. You are diving into scripture. You're talking about like the nitty gritty stuff. You are talk, you are talking about the word of God. So do it. I highly encourage you. It's a new challenge to, um, just really deepen your prayer life. Um, and, um, makes you dig deeper. So go for it. Awesome. Our next bullet point is, um, books slash devotional. So I'm going to speak about, um, the books part. Uh, recently in Corona, I've been, I've read two religious spiritual books, um, Screw Tape Letters and Story of the Soul. Screw Tape is so good. Slap. Story of the Soul too. They're very, both very highly, highly recommend. If you read them, please text me, shoot me a DM. I would love to just hear what you guys thought about them. But yeah, these books saved my prayer life during Corona. I knew that, um, yeah, prayer was going to look different at first. Um, but like using these books really helped me get back into having conversations with Jesus again. Because when I first came to ECU, I would hear people saying like, oh, Jesus told me this today. And in my head, I'm like, what? I don't, I don't remember Jesus like telling me anything during prayer or like saying, Mallory, like you're having a really great day, like prophecy. Like I never heard Jesus say anything. So I'm like, how are you having a conversation with him? But then as I like started getting better in prayer, I could, and better um, during holy hours, I could start just talking to him. Maybe I haven't like, yeah, had any like crazy, like spiritual visions or anything like where he's talking to me, but it's just getting um, into the norm of talking with Jesus and yeah, just having a little conversation with him. But coming back at school, I mean, coming back at school, coming back at home, it has been super hard to have those conversations again. Because I, yeah, I told you guys earlier, I was just getting really angry and just really upset, which is okay. And you can do that. With, like, he, Jesus wants you to get angry with him and talk with him and talk things out with him. But it, I was just struggling because every time I would, like, try and start praying, I was just getting angry. So then I got these books and I started reading them. And uh, screw tape is really cool. Just seeing how it's not like like really, or I don't know, it's not like a a true story or anything of how the devil works. But like kind of just getting into that kind of mindset and seeing how that works. And then story of a soul is Saint Therese's autobiography. Kind of, it's her um 
not her diary, but things she wrote her um, about herself. And just, like, getting uh, insight into that has been, like, crazy eye-opening and really cool. Um, I'm reading Story of a Soul right now, and I have to literally pace myself into only reading 20 minutes a day because I've never read a book this fast before in my life. It is so good. So, I yeah, highly recommend it. Um, yeah, just shout out to MJ again um, just for recommending both of those to me because they are incredible. And I think just the fact that I have something physical in front of me that I'm reading and then I read something about St. Therese that I find really inspiring or something in screw tape that I find like that's kind of like troubling me. And then I talk with Jesus about that. And then I'm starting to have those conversations that I can't necessarily right now, like start on my own because yeah, I get a little sidetracked now. And it's not like I'm an angry person or anything, but it's just like you know, stuff that's going on. It's normal. But now, yeah, I'm able to have those conversations with Jesus again. And it's just been really fruitful and great. So, yeah, I highly recommend it. Awesome. Thank you so much, Mallory. Um, I have not read A Story of a Soul, but Mallory is already telling me amazing things about it and is willing to give me the book later on to read. So I'm super, super excited to be able to just take that book to prayer um, when we get back to school. And Mallory, God bless her soul, sent me her copy of Screw Tape Letters um, a couple weeks ago, and I'm slowly but surely getting through it. If I had the time, I would be able to knock it out in like a day or two, but with all of my classes, I cannot, but I'm a decent way through it, and it's so, so, so good, and I think that it really just makes me think about my prayer life in a whole new light, just because like when you think of like Christianity, you're thinking it from like the Christian side, like the good side in a way, the way that this book is written, it's written from, like, the devil's point of view, and, like, the way that the devil tries to tempt us, and I think it's a, it's a point of view that we don't really think about, you know, like, we don't really think about the ways, like, the devil's trying to tempt us, um, but it's super interesting, and very easy to read in a way, and what's awesome about this version of Screwtape, it's because, or, what's awesome about it is that it is the annotated version, so anytime there's, like, little things you may not know about. There's little annotations on the side so you can like brush up on your facts. So it's really great. So for those that have not read Screw Tape Letters, go for it. So my portion of the book slash devotions part is devotions. Right now I'm doing a devotion with my boyfriend called Devotions for Dating Couples by Ben Young and Dr. Samuel Adams. And it's just a really great book for couples that want to grow together in spiritual intimacy. Um, the way that this book is set up is it's set up into nine weeks and each week is de dedicated to a specific topic. And each day you'll go through this devotional on your own. And then on the weekends, you'll meet up with your partner and discuss the lessons from the week and then go over the discussion questions and also talk about mass from the week. Um, and I'm almost done with the second week and it's going great so far. So if you guys end up reading this book, um, or doing this devotional, you can let me know and we can discuss. Um, but anyways, like I was talking about earlier, um, Mallory and I were talking about our prayer lives and how it's kind of been dry lately. And I was also talking to my boyfriend about how my prayer life has been dry. And we thought that doing this devotional together was a way that we can just work on our own prayer lives individually, but also grow together in our walk with God and also just grow in our relationship together. So that's why we're doing a devotional. And I think that I'll definitely be doing more devotionals in the future. 
um, just because it's a good resource just to like do every single day. They're not too long. They're not too short. And, um, they give you a bunch of resources and it's just an awesome thing to do. So, yeah. Is that not couple goals, y'all? I mean, come on. Is that oh, not gosh. you've ever heard in your life? Oh, my heart just is so full just hearing about that. That's awesome. The next section we have is just, yeah, Katie and I have kind of been talking about this, just accountability partners. Mallory and I have been accountability partners for the past couple of weeks, ever since we've been talking about um, our prayer lives on a deeper level together. Um, We've been checking with each other from time to time to see how it's all going. And it's just always good to check in with your friends. And at the end of the day, if you really love and care for them, you'll want to encourage your friends to work on their relationship with God. And as sisters and daughters in Christ, I want to help Mallory in any way that I can so that one day we can both be together in heaven and be living our best life with Jesus. Catch us living it up with Jesus in heaven. It's going to be a great time. We're going to be bopping up. We're going to be saints. Yes. Fingers crossed. Please, please. That would be the biggest disappointment ever. It's going to be fine. Hoping for the best here. Okay, so our last little segment of spicing up your prayer time is worship music, which I am just super excited to talk with y'all. Katie's going to start us off. So music has always been a huge part of my life and also a huge part of my relationship with God. Um, For those that don't know, um, my confirmation saint is Saint Cecilia. And for those that don't really know her life, she is the patron saint of music. I can go on and on about her story um, here on earth and how she's a saint now. She's amazing. Um, And I could talk about my testimony of how I figured out why I was going to take that name. That's a whole nother story for a whole other podcast. Um, But yeah, that's a little backstory on me. But yeah, worship music has been huge for me. Um, And I was talking to Mallory just as we were planning this episode and I was thinking of making a precious beloved and something else playlist on Spotify of Mallory and I's favorite worship songs with a few extra secular bangers. Um, yeah. So let us know your favorite worship songs and we might feature it in the playlist. Um, but yeah, so Mallory and I thought it'd be kind of a cool idea to share maybe one of our favorites because you can't choose a favorite, one of our favorite worship songs and talk about it. So I'm going to throw it over to Mal. Yeah, let's jump right into it. Um, one of my favorite songs, uh, there's a little story into behind um, why these are our favorite songs. So I'm going to just jump right in is Your Love Defends Me by Matt Marr. I call it Shoddy My God. If you go to ECU Newman, you know this is one of my favorite bops. So yeah, I first heard it at this retreat called The Father's House that focus puts on that I went to and it was just yeah really transformative experience for me in my um faith journey and there was a big holy and not even an hour holy two hours it was awesome um and there was worship music going on the whole time and two of our missionaries who we've mentioned like a ton Nick and MJ were doing the music along with another missionary from a different school and they were just bopping heart and yeah, the song came on and I was like, wow, just the lyrics were really good. And MJ was just going hard with it. It was awesome. So I'm like writing down some of the lyrics that I could look it up later. And I totally forgot about it till the day I came back from this retreat and I went to bed. And I woke up with this song in my head, but I didn't know the lyrics. So I'm trying to figure it out because I'm like, I hear like the like, hmm, 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 like I can hear it in my head, but I didn't know the words. 
And so I thought it was, I could hear MJ. So I'm like, okay, I know this is from retreat. And in my head, it was shoddy, my God. And I could have swore MJ was saying that. So I'm looking it up, shoddy, my God, what is this? Because it was from a dream. So I'm like, this can't be real. And then I go in my journal and I look up um, these lyrics with like the words shoddy, my God, and it came up. So now that has just been one of my favorite bops. I told MJ about it. We've all been laughing and it is just a huge inside joke at our ECU Newman Center that now every time it comes on during mass, sometimes I like turn around and look at the choir, everybody who's singing, and we just like do a little wink to shouty my God. I know, AKA Katie. And we would just bop to shouty my God. So if you ever come to Newman or if you just listen to the, my, um, this on your own, um, it's not surely my God, it is shoddy my God. So just please toss that up as for me as a little prayer. Really. Matt Marr, if you ever watch this or listen to this, please, 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 please change the lyrics to shoddy my God. Yes, everybody just like at Matt Marr. So he listens to this so he can um at seek next year just perform it and say Matt Marr, I am your number one fan. Yes. Number one. I would take a bullet from Matt Marr, one hundred percent. Um Katie. <laughs> <laughs> tell me your favorite song. Thank you, Mallory, for telling me all about Shoddy My God. It's amazing. Um, at our Newman Center, we only refer to Your Love Defends Me. See that pause? I had to think about the title of the song. We only refer to this song as Shoddy My God. We have to think about the actual title of the song. That's how much of an inside joke it is. Anyways, the song that I would like to share is Pieces, and it's by Bethel Music and Stephanie Gretzinger amazing 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 song um i was first introduced to this song during our belmont abbey trip in january and when i tell you many things happened on this belmont abbey trip so many things happened we've talked about belmont abbey in every single episode so like belmont abbey like sponsor us is that a thing you can do yes we love belmont abbey anyways um during this trip, we went to Belmont Abbey's SLS reunion, um, and one of the Belmont Abbey students was sharing her testimony about the trip and started talking about her experience with this song. And the following week, we went back to ECU, and we had Abide, um, which is like a monthly thing. Maybe it's like a bi-monthly thing. I'm not sure how often we had it, but for those that don't know what Abide is, it's Holy Hour, Adoration. Um, with worship music and usually the missionaries are in charge of music for that session so it's really really a great time and they always choose amazing songs and during this specific abide session they played pieces and it was the first time I had heard the song and I was like whoa the Lord is speaking to me right now it's an amazing song look up the lyrics take them to prayer with you do some Lexio Divina on them it's amazing Um, it's a song that it's just really, really, really great. And from then on, I've been obsessed with it. And I remember very vividly in my mind, Mallory and I would go to our 8 a.m. class on Mondays and we would meet each other after the 8 a.m. class and we would be super groggy, super exhausted from the weekend. And we would walk to Newman on Monday mornings um, to get bagels because we would have this thing called Bagel Man Monday. And we would Again, it was also like the only day of the week that we would go and get breakfast. Okay, rip. Um, and we would bop so hard to pieces because in the live version, they have like a huge drum. Like, you don't get your heart in pieces. Amazing, amazing. But like imagine like this freaking huge drum in the background just driving the song along. 
amazing. Rip, like rips me to tears. Like I'm bawling my eyes out. Anyways, amazing song. Another couple of songs that we would listen to, which I'll probably add into the Precious Beloved and Something Else playlist, is just a bunch of Disney songs. We would, like, walk around campus and just bop to Disney. One of them being I'll Always Remember You from Hannah Montana, Eyeball. That song, if you guys remember from, like, the graduation, like, near the end of Hannah Montana, I cry for days to that song. I just really love that, um musical little doodad that you just did for us katie at that wow pop off girl but yeah, yeah cut it out cut it out no ma'am we're never cutting this out um that and into the unknown we pop off girl we yes into the unknown yes there were people like we were singing it down the hill one day and these people are watching us but um yeah I think this about wraps up our podcast um I just wanted to mention really quickly if you any listener, I know it's so cringy just to say this, and it sounds like so stereotypical, but if you could honestly just leave us a review, it would mean so much. Like if you could type one out, wow, that would be wild. But even if you don't want to do that, just click the five star thing. It takes two seconds. Um, all you have to do is click five stars on iTunes. And yeah, it would just help um, have this podcast reach more people. But if you could write a review, that would be incredible. And just share this with your friends. That would be awesome. Um, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram at precious.beloved.podcast and DM us any episode ideas if you have any. And um, yeah, Katie, any final words? No final words for me. Thank you everyone so much for listening to this podcast episode. We're so grateful for our, you know, listeners. Um, We hope that you are being safe as the country just starts to reopen again. Um, Another thing I just wanted to throw out there is if you guys need prayer intentions, like shoot us a DM, um, shoot us a message, and we'll just try to pray over those intentions. And yeah, we love you guys. And always remember, that you are precious, beloved, and something else. Peace out, y'all.